sitting on the dock of the bay right here. You're on the dock with Pastor Troy here in the studio. We've got another great one lined up for you today. Thanks for joining us on the dock.org. We release new releases every Tuesday and Thursday, and we are all about, guys, conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. Mm. Wow, it's going to be a great one. we got seven, eight platforms for you. Go find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Also, you can go check us out on our auxiliary platforms, Google Play, Facebook, Roku, Rumble, and SermonNet. Why do we have auxiliary platforms? Because YouTube might kick us off. Facebook might kick us off. So we have lots of choices for you. If you're on your Roku, download the SermonNet app and look for the On The Dock channel and you can find us. We also have social media presence on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter. Getter. Lucas, I'm a little tinny in my voice. I don't know. I've lost my, my manhood somewhere in there. I don't know what happened. Oh, that's a lot better. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so when you find us there, if you'd hit subscribe, like, hit notify, share us, tell people about us, hold people hostage till they connect with us. Someday we want to be significantly noticed. Help us do that. Patreon is our, our partner thing that we use if you would like to become a partner there's four tiers of partnership three possibilities to be sponsors you can join us and you could have we put your coffee cup here if you become a patreon partner or sponsor check that out you can go to my patreon and find us that way and if you're just confused go to onthedoc.org you can find links to every one of our platforms links to patreon all that information details on us and our archives as well and you can always email us if you're just ultimately confused at info at onthedoc.org and donna donna who is our executive producer will help you get connected so thanks for joining us we're gonna have a great show for you today mother beth's on the sideline i've got her graphic here but she's over on the couch right now she she is she is the odd woman out but she can still influence us from that spot in the room we've also got ben Adelini, my co-host in here today ben howdy howdy sound great hey if i pull this down i sound more manlier i, I just sound like mm. yeah i noticed on the last episode you were kind of talking yeah. to it with your forehead i know <laughs> i think it was nasally i kind of nasal you know and then we, we got hey Lu lucas look what i did during the break i went in and got lucas's graphic back in techno Ooh. wizard our mm. executive director lucas man. Makeup man he's a good man he's been working hard today and behind the seats there he gets to go have coffee and he does all kind of things but we struggle here we have these struggle sessions but we're here on the dock <laughs> we're in the studio here we are getting ready to continue in our incredible uh, series called the worship leaders of southern Illinois. It's our On the Dock Season 2. How do we say it, Ben? Super, super Series. Super Series. We've never had a Super Series. You guys ever watch Wilderness Cooking? We love Wilderness Cooking. It's on YouTube. It's a, it's a guy from uh, Abrabajan. He sometimes he says nothing the whole episode. From where? Abrabajan. Somewhere over there. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> across. You can, all I can tell way. you is you know that he, he was once in the Russian military and he killed people. He has very hey. dark eyes, oh. but he's trying to get, he's trying to, you know, you can tell, you can tell that dude, that dude was wicked. You can tell, but he's trying to get serenity and peace. So he's in the mountains and he's cooking and he makes his own stuff to cook with. He makes his own pots. He makes a little fire. And sometimes he says nothing and he gets to the end. He, Food looks great. Amazing. Amazing stuff. Crazy stuff. He cooks a lot like goat hooves and then you like it. And then he cooks his food and then at the end, they'll just go, they, he always feeds these little orphan kids and it's just beautiful. Okay. And at the end, he'll look up and go, super. <laughs> All right. Only dialogue. Okay. For the, the dude's got, hey, the dude's <laughs> got right. several million followers on YouTube for saying super. It works for You him. were describing it and I was 
really you need wanting to, to watch it. You so. need to go see it. I mean, I mean, I wish I could come up with something like that. <laughs> I thought On the Dock would be really popular, but it's just not as well. Super serious. It's still fresh. But yeah, we're coming. On the Dock. So we're here in the studio. We're ready for another leg in our Worship Leaders Southern Illinois. We got Dustin Keel in the studio with us from Cornerstone Church. He's the worship director. He's got a partner here with him. We're going to find out more about her in just a minute. But let me just put up, look at this graphic. Worship director, Cornerstone Church. You look great in that. Worship referee. Referee. Yeah. No, that's exactly yeah. yeah. Field goal. That is so true for worship leaders. Sometimes you have to referee. Sometimes you have to just use that to fend off the pastor technical foul. You know, you know, vice versa. But we're glad to have you in our studio today, uh, uh, Dustin. Yeah. We're glad to have you. Tell us a little bit about where you come from, just a little bit, yeah. and a little bit about your church family and the mission and vision of the Cornerstone Church. Where I come from, as in the Cornerstone Church, or yeah, where do my... you come? Where do you come from? Where do you hail from? I hail from, well, see, I, I'm tempted to like rewind back. That's to like, fine. No, 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 go yeah. for it. We, we don't care. No wrong answers. No, no. no. Um, so I grew up in, in um, kind of an offshoot of an Assemblies of God church um, in West Frankfurt. So um, there in Franklin County. I mean, know exactly where it is. Know exactly where it is. Exactly. Um, and then now I am at Cornerstone Church in Marion. Not too far away. Not too far away. No, no, no. Um, so it's been it's been nice to to kind of get to come back around. I, there was a, a period of my life where I was away for a while, but to be back What's here. What's the farthest you ever got away from here? That I was living. Living. I think Chicago. That's good. No, yeah. you, got, you got away. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so we're back and we love it. Um, we've been back for a while, so it's not like we're brand new back. Um, I'm at Cornerstone Church, which is a little different background denomination. It's a real tiny, small church here in the community. It's, it's just <laughs> it's just so small. They took over the former Walmart building, really small. A portion you, of it. Portion, no, <laughs> portion. Good grief. Yeah, I mean, it's a massive parking lot. I mean, I get lost in your parking lot. I have to look at the pole, see what number I parked at, and try to get back to stuff. They've got a. They even got room to put other restaurants and stuff. You guys got a great facility there. So, well, thank you. Yeah, big journey there. So you're I'm go ahead. Glad I'm not the only one that gets lost in parking. I do. I, I watch the numbers. <laughs> you know, aisle four, twelve. You know, sometimes I beat my car. Right, right on. Yeah. Cornerstone. Yep. Hey, okay, well, let me tell you about. Let me throw this up on your church here. I've got a graphic for you. Oh, how, hey! Oh, how about that? Yeah. Cornerstone Church, cornerstonechurch.community. How'd you guys come up with dot com? I mean, we got dot com, dot org. You got like your own dot community. That, that's cool. I didn't even know that existed. I saw yeah. that today. We didn't either. Until <laughs> your, <just> your media <laughs> people have changed that at least a dozen times in the last 10 years. Y'all, your, <laughs> your extensions change a lot. I don't know if you change media people or the media people are just kind of those kind of people that, you know, they get a cup of coffee and go, we got to change that, you know? So, cause it's kind of cool. And then you got your email info at Cornerstone team. I found that your Facebook page, cstone.central. Check them out there. Uh, you guys have services Friday. That's right. Yep. What are you doing? Like, thank God it's Friday. Is it a thing? Is it a TGIF it's service? It's a total TGIF revival. We have hanging with Mr. Cooper playing <laughs> on, on screens. No, no. Is it? Is it a? Is it basically your weekend package? So it is your Sunday. Is it a is. Sunday service? It is because the, you know, as you know, there are people who work Sundays. Right. Can't make it on Sunday, and so um, Friday night's a good opportunity for I need them to, go to that to be a part of it and. Um, yeah. It's an evening time. It's a little different time. And, and honestly, a lot of people like to come kind of roll in after the work week and then they can sleep in on Sundays. That's another bad so, idea. And then do they go get sushi move. before or after? 
because I like yes. the sushi. And here's the deal: you can get the sushi in your parking lot, or now they got Mr. Fusion sushi at Sam's now, right. so you can get the portable sushi. What? And we can tell you they got no, they got a guy yes, there making right. sushi. It's good. No. I'll be honest with you. No, no, it's about as good as the other sushi. He's there making. Don't buy Sam's Club in Sam's Club. He's making it. He's pushing it. So you can it. get your tires and get your sushi. No, he, no, they took over the meat section in the back. That dude's That's making. Right. He's giving you That's samples, right. and I've we've had it twice now, and it's as good as anything we're getting in the restaurants here. He's telling you truths. It, I'm telling yeah, you truths. Right. Now, if he's not there, I'm not buying it, so I don't good. But they date it the moment he's right there. It's I like Mister Fuji. I can respect that. Yeah, yeah. So you guys got sushi, sushi to your left, sushi to your right. <laughs> That's right. Yep. That's right. I mean, you've got sushi everywhere. I mean, golly. I think you know even the truck stop over there's got sushi now, so you guys are getting made. But, so so six fifteen nine fifteen eleven o'clock on Sundays. You've got stuff. Um, Michael and Carol and Ava, the pastors there, mm -hmm. lead pastors there, mm -hmm. good, great people, great people of mm -hmm. God. And uh, so check that out. Uh, tell us a little bit. What what is the? I mean, give me a little bit of the snapshot of the mission and vision of your your church home there. So the the vision of the the church is to be a church that has regional impact that um that was kind of the vision from the inception of of cornerstone when it kind of was an offshoot of another church it was a bunch of people just very passionate about reaching the region of southern illinois mm -hmm. and um and so that's kind of that's kind of the heartbeat um and one of the things that i i love about it is it's just um it's a place where everybody can feel can feel at home. Like there's a real sense of, uh, of welcome. And <laughs> it's probably very cliche to hear people say about their church, but, um, I really believe it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys answer the bell for missions. I, I started the hair and house of hope and partnered with a lot of people years ago. You guys jump out there with us on that. It's great. What you do not just in Heron and Marion. I see you guys presence everywhere uh, doing the mission work and doing the things that really make mm -hmm. the community around. You got, you operate a, a renew store, thrift store in your facility as well. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of great ministry. So people check it out. I highly commend it to you. I, I got a couple pictures here. Uh, Dustin, I, I just stole these from, from, from Facebook, your worship <laughs> platform, your team on the platform. Great looking fun. I mean, it, Lucas here, we need to steal some set designs from them guys. Maybe what we need to do is trade when they get tired of theirs. We ought to, we just swap up, you know, yeah. we have some cool it. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We Smarter, dig it. Not harder. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. We've done something like this too with the laser lights. I love the light. Are those actually lightsabers in the back? Oh yeah. 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 Lightsaber. That would make it sporty. If somebody touches it, they lose an arm or something. Yeah. yeah. It's serious. We did something like that a few years ago where we had those back lights on the V's and stuff like that. And that's, that's kind of cool. You guys could do some great look at great look and stuff there now here's a question uh the, the young lady to your to well to your left mm -hmm. uh to my right tell me uh, who is she she's a beast oh fantastic <laughs> she's uh, a beast so it's chesney right chesney yeah. chesney yeah chesney you're from you hell from where marion you're from here yeah right. you're a local i mm. am yokel you yeah. remember when cornerstone was walmart yeah i do <laughs> well, I, I remember that too i mean I what kind us. of church comes in and runs walmart out of the community i'm right. trying i'm gonna create a, i'm gonna try just, to create a little scram across the road <laughs> yeah they went to they went bigger yeah, yeah what y'all need is is them to get bigger bigger and then y'all could be bigger 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 Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. No. No. You're doing great. So, <laughs> oh so, so, but you're from Marion. You went to yeah. Mar Marion High School and all that stuff like that. Local person. Yes. My husband and I are actually high school sweethearts. We met. Our oh senior my! Year. What's your husband? Nice. What's your husband say? He's Andrew. Andrew, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And you, you work as assistant worship person at at Cornerstone. Yes, I do yeah. all our admin admin type stuff. Work. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. So, is it just a pain in the drain to do the scut work for Dustin? 
You want to hear this? Oh, no. <laughs> it brings me to life to make chord charts and okay. vocal notes okay. and all see, the things. See, uh, let me just say this up front. Uh, we're not far enough along for Ben to have an assistant. Yeah, his assistant is, I'm not even sure who your assistant is. Uh, <laughs> my alter ego. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Haley, his, his wife, you know. Yeah. yeah, but fantastic. So, and how long have you been doing this? Uh. Uh, to, spring of 18, I spring, think, is when I started. Spring of 18. Yeah. Well, well, glad to have you guys here mm. on the dock. Now, now, Dustin, help us out. Yeah. Are you are you single, married, available, dating? Tell me what's going on with that. I already know the answer, but... I am very happily married. To, Good. Um, my wife... Uh, we were best friends in high school. Is this your know. is this your wife? That's my wife. Aww. You have got all these new pictures. I know. Um, I yeah. know. I Her know. name is Allie, and then that uh, that little munchkin there in the orange is Owen. Owen Owen's an orange, or uh -huh. Owen the little one. Owen's an orange, and then the a little one is Avery. Is Avery. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. Good looking family. Two Gosh, boys. that's a great photo too. Did Did you like professionally take that, or was that? It doesn't look like a selfie because your arms in it. Yeah. That's really um. impressive. I mean, are, 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 while we're here, did Chesney have to do that? Chesney I didn't. Mean. That was one of the things she didn't have to do. She was doing my laundry at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. No, um, she doesn't do anything like that. Uh, I know. I know. You know. Everybody know. knows. Everybody knows. Uh, but because I'm a tall me. guy, I'm always the guy who has to hold the camera. My son Joshua does all the yeah. selfies in our family, doesn't he? All of them. Every one of them, he does them. Because he's got like ape arms. You know, yeah. You know. With great arm length comes great responsibility. Responsibility. And you got to be steady. Uncle Ben. And you know what I hate about Beth's new mm. camera we, we do them with? It has this one, two, three, two, one thing. Mine just you take because I'm like, oh my oh, God, yeah, I'm yeah, dying. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you have to wait three, two, you know, one, and you have a hernia. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, not good. It's just like it's that. Yeah. Medically. You know, I know, I know. It's an I know. issue. It's a plot. It's no, a this plot. was uh, taken by Sarah Rawls, who works in our creative team. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a great, great photo of your family. Yeah. Now, I, you got to answer one other question, because we're not going to get to ask this to anybody okay. else. Okay. I'm so sorry to do this to you. I know you get tired of this question. Okay. Explain this. You got oh. Explain this. We have never had somebody with one of these in oh our, we don't know anybody like this. I've never. We're fans. Oh, wow. Beth and we haven't watched it in years and years, have we? But but in fifteen we would have been watching it like crazy. Yeah. So when it left the channel, went to the other channel, we we were loyal followers. So we're sure we saw you. Based on this T-shirt, so I, I appeared on the show twice. Twice. Uh, this is the second time. This <laughs> I can, I can circa twenty fifteen ish. This would have been, uh, yes, yes, circa. How do you tell by your hair, or your shirt, or the shirt? I know shirt, I didn't have that. <laughs> the shirt. It's a good shirt. I got that shirt at a job that I didn't have. <laughs> until after the first season. Well, so that, I, that, so that, anyway. that dates it. Nice. Archaeology. It. Yeah. Yes. So how did you stumble in an American? How did you, I mean, how did you do that? I mean, you're going to Hollywood. I mean, how, how did I land in that moment? Yeah. How did you, what, what, what's up with that? I mean, you're, I mean, mm. was it before you were a worship leader? Did you, did it flow out of that? Tell, tell me, just like, give, give us a nutshell on that. Um, so I've always been singing in church since mm -hmm. I was a, a little, little kid. Um, but it was just, I, I, I think a lot of musicians at some point want to do it as their career. And, um, and you just think that that means you are a recording artist, I guess. I don't know. So I, um, I started taking vocal coaching from a coach down in Nashville, Tennessee. If you're familiar with Southern Illinois, you know, it's not that far right. away. So I would drive down, um, every couple of weeks and, 
And this coach had had coached a couple of contestants on the show mm -hmm. who had been top 10 and successful and whatever. And so after about 11 months, 12 months with her, she said, it's time for you to audition for a show. Wow. So I did. And um, this is condensing the story and cutting out a lot of like crappy parts, but <laughs> <laughs> there was rejection in between there and, and this. Well, picture, there's a but, lot of rejection in this story because yeah. they reject stadiums of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to get down to what you get down to, even to get on TV, the rejection level is just, it's like, wow. This, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this picture was taken on the other side. Who I'm looking at would have been Jennifer Lopez, wow. Keith Urban, and Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. Did wow. you not get Simon because you were gonna you were you already said I'll punch his lights out if he says something bad to me. I, I got to tell you, I wanted Simon so bad. You I wanted. I, I watched the shows that he's a judge bring on, on the bring the Brit. Yeah. Bring and him. I just I almost always agree with him. So were they nice? <laughs> were they nice? Were they real? Were, were they, did they even speak to you? They were very nice. Oh really? Cool. Yeah, they're they're nice, but they're just direct. They they're just direct. tell the truth. Yeah, they got to see a lot of people. They got to yeah. get through it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So 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 you had you got a chance to go after this. And how did it get you back into, how did it get, get you where you are today? Yeah. That's a tough question, I know. Because, I mean, obviously, you're not, you're not like, well, you're not on the, you're not at the Grammys right now. So, so, so somewhere you took a, path, a different path. Yeah. But how did it get you there? I knew that I wanted to make music my life. That's great. Like, and I just, I felt like it was to be that significant of a, um, of a thing for me and, and not in like a weird idolatry way, maybe at a certain point for sure. Um, and so I just started chasing after it. I was really afraid to for a long, long time. And I got to a point where I was like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go for it. And so it just looked like getting coaching and auditioning for shows and whatever, whatever, because that's kind of all I thought that that was like the best idea I could come up with sort of. Mm -hmm. That and I don't like to work hard, so why not do a microwaved success kind of overnight right. fame thing? Um, so I'm doing this, and it was a journey, man. Because um, you didn't try it one time. You went to multiple cities. That's correct. Stood in the corral, mm -hmm. fought through the masses. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, so that, being on the show, it gives you something to work for. It, it made me work really hard. It gave me focus. And it was very affirming. This is this is really the most important point I've made so far. Um, I got to hear people who were experts say, "You have something," and that was always a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was affirming for me to know that, okay, um, I'm not crazy for dipping my toe in this water. And then, man, just the Lord orchestrated life events. I wound up at a church that had a, a music ministry that was just like oh, I was dying to be a part of. And so I served, I, I got on the team after about a year and I played keyboard in the back row and I never sang anything <laughs> wow. and was not good at it either. Just mm -hmm. kind of got by and then um, got to sing and under the leadership of a really godly worship leader was trained in a lot of stuff and man, I'm skipping stuff, but eventually got an opportunity to, to step into that myself and cool. it just, it's crazy. It's amazing. What, what got you from... Well, well, tell me how you got, how'd you come to Christ? Just start with that. G give me a little bit about your Christ story and then we'll, mm -hmm. we'll see if we can get to your call here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I grew up in a Christian home and my parents loved the Lord. And so you didn't run off and go like into acid and heavy metal and, and cut yourself and, and get tattoos and do a bunch of crazy stuff? Uh, not quite. Not quite. I did have a phase 
I think okay. a lot of people have a phase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I came to know the Lord early in my life, and then some stuff came crashing down on me mm-hmm. that didn't jive with the um, the reality that I had constructed and, and this God that I'd built out of what I knew at, up to that point. And, and I was like, I'm out. And um, that was kind of my wild phase. And then the Lord kind of gently brought me back. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's there's it was kind of even at that point, there was kind of this familiarity like I've known you since you were a child. Mm -hmm. Come home. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Chesney, did you did you just always have you just always been a a critter for Jesus or did you actually get saved? (laughs) And did you get recovered or or did you grow up in Marion? You couldn't cause much trouble. You grew up in Marion. Well, she's a Creel critter, so I don't know. Oh, from Creel Springs. I am. Yeah. So so what, 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 what transformed your life into a life for Christ? Yeah, so um, my dad is a pastor, and I just grew up in the church, uh, yeah, since the day I was born, and um, I would say, like, junior high was kind of the point where I, you know, people talk about owning their faith. Well, his faith became, where, where did, that's where your faith became yeah, your worship. Yeah, I'm like, okay, and, and, you know, you have to decide for yourself, and um, yeah, that's kind of when I feel like things turned for me, um, and before that, it was a lot of going through the motions and that sort of thing, but yeah, since then, um, it's just been, I don't know, there's, there's been a lot of twists and turns. Um, I got married really young that will sanctify you <laughs> What? <laughs> super fast. And um, you didn't get married young. Quit laughing. <laughs> yeah. I, you married me young. You, you know, best of your comment. You know. Yeah. No, regrets. I'm young. She's three years older than me. She, she's a cougar. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm the victim. So. I was a freshman. She was a senior. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah, she I makes know. a mean cup of tea. I married her oh. for her social security. <laughs> I married she her. Does. I married her for her social security. I'll get that first. I'll be able to take that money. Yeah, oh that's smart. Yeah. Playing the long game. So, so, so you've just kind of you've kind of grew into your own faith now. Finally, you feel yeah. like you're chilling. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your journey. I know your call into ministry and your call to worship, mm. being a worship leader. You, you've started in different roles here, and mm-hmm. I've seen those change over the that's right. the last few years. Tell me how that's evolved into where you're at now, and 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 kind of give me a feel for that. So many people in ministry will relate to this wearing different hats. Oh man! So um, when I first I I I joined my church staff as an intern, as a worship intern, um, the worship leader director role was fully staffed. Was it a high paid internship? Uh, yes. I could tell you the number. I don't know if that's appropriate. That's good. <laughs> no, it was quite low. <laughs> it was quite low. Um, I find those numbers are always just, just, it's embarrassing what we as pastors will pay somebody to intern. You know, I know it's terrible. It was it was really low, but it was better than. A but it's the apprenticeship. Internship. It's the open door. It's the apprenticeship. Oh yeah, and this is true in a lot of music industry and restaurant world and stuff. You you come in and stodge or do what you have to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. to break it open. So you started there. Where did yeah. that lead? Um, so I I went into the internship very skeptically, <laughs> because my parents had been involved in church leadership. My two older brothers were both pastors, and I had heard the late night phone calls griping about the carpet color and the the railing on the stage and all oh, this yeah. stuff and I just I wanted no part of it because I was just convinced at that point that it existed everywhere and it was just terrible and I just didn't want to be a part of all of it. So they convinced me to try it out. And it was at the it was maybe three months in that I just saw a different thing. That's good. I saw people being really reasonable and fun and having and not and just being real. I just I just enjoyed it. I loved it. And so um, 
I made it known that I wanted to stay on staff at the end of my term. And the only role that was available to me <laughs> was communications director because I had a communication oh, wow. degree. Oh. Yeah, I have a communications degree from uh, the University of Illinois. So I slid into that and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> but it's not really where your call was, even though your even your even though your training's there, it's not where your heart was running. Yeah, no. I I felt like I could improve things a bit at that season. Yeah. Um and so I was happy to contribute there, but it was not my heartbeat for sure. That's really cool. Yeah. So you, so you, so you went from internship and in worship to community communication design. I guess you were able to stay involved in worship through the process. Yeah, I was just a team member, really. <laughs> yeah. And where does that transition over to make you the worship director of Cornerstone today? Oh, man. Um, so there was a church plant that we did at an alternate site in the area. Yeah. And um, I had been sort of sort of the right-hand man of the, the main worship leader named Nathan Rawls. Wonderful guy. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so much respect for him. Um, but he, he felt called to go and help get the plant established. Mm-hmm. And so, so the lead, the lead guy went to go do the plant. That's right. That's really cool. <laughs> kind of that, awkward. That's it. No, but that says a lot though, for putting that risk out there. That's a good mentor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he pulled me in one of the small kind of, uh, counseling rooms that we have. And he was just like, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to punch out. Yeah. And I'm going to, and you're going to take over. I'm going to leave you. See you buddy. Boom. I was yeah. scared to death. I was scared to death because yeah. he had so much more knowledge of music theory and the respect of the team. And I could kind of sing, <laughs> you know, like I, I felt like I was really inadequate, right. but that's the point where I became the campus worship leader at the, at the main site. And then as he transitioned out of worship altogether into a, um, a more executive type uh, adult ministries role. He's one of your executive pastors that's, today, right? That's right. I saw that. Yeah. That's right. Um, the whole department was kind of left into in in my care. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. So, so just a whole evolution, of a great journey. I mean, just just amazing. And today you're you're leading worship, and you, you've got you've got another Padawan over here <laughs> coming and going here. That's just just amazing. I want to get to the, the the big question for this episode. We'll get out of this episode in just a little bit, but we're gonna go much deeper. And this is a great start. Um, I want to I want to get to the core of what we're doing. What we're trying to do with getting our worship leaders of Southern Illinois together is to try to get at the heart of what 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 worship is, helping people that are listening maybe may get past is what they expect to walk in and get on Sunday, mm. get past the consumer, get past the show, get past mm, that, mm, mm. and find out what it's really about. Yes, sir. What's really why you committed your life to this, That's right. why Ben committed, why you're committing your life to mm -hmm. this. We want we want to hear the unadulterated side. Ooh. And 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 so I want to wrap up this episode by getting to your heart for worship. So if we talk about getting back to the heart of worship or what the heart of worship, how would you define for yourself and and Chesney, you can go you can go next. What what is for you is that core heart of worship? What what is at the center when Dustin stands before God and he's gonna whether he's leading himself before God or whether you're standing alone before God or leading a crowd before God? What 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 is that heart of worship for you? Mm. That is a huge question. It's a big question, yeah. and we'll have time to develop it. So so just get to the get to your your base ABC principle. You know what is that? What is that core? What does it look like to you? 
what is the purpose for you when you when you say I'm going to worship the Lord? You know, I'm going to take a play out of the Michael Scott playbook and just start talking and <laughs> hope something comes out. Um, we love the Michael Scott playbook. So I, Ben uses it regularly. Oh man, <laughs> sweet! Gosh, it got you. you right there. there. Oh, yeah, 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 you got it. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, you asked that question, and my mind just went to worship. Is like the most basic and profound response to the recognition of what our reality is. That's good. That we have no hope. We are we are broken, and we have a God who chooses to have compassion on us lavishly, and to and to not only uh, you know forgive our sins, but to bring us into a glorious tomorrow, and and to and. Uh, to give us lives that bear fruit and, and meaning and um, significance and to invite us into a family and a community where there's richness and, and blessing is just overflowing. And it's like, when I get a, a glimpse of that picture, it, it just overwhelms me. And so um, to me, worship, it, it, I can't help but do it whenever I'm connecting with the reality of who I am, who God is, and the story that he's telling. That's good. Um, what I'm, when I'm thinking about what I'm facilitating for the church, Music has this ability to, I mean, and it's well known, to get around kind of our, our defenses, to get past a lot of walls that we have. And so um, it, and it invites people into a space, That's into really a space. Good. So um, and, and in, the, in those spaces, God works on people's hearts. Um, so yeah. they're invited into a space to experience God in a certain way, depending on what the song is doing, what it's facilitating. And, uh, and all of that is about interacting with God. And I'm just like helping people interact with God. That's really good. Helping people interact with God. That's, That's really good. You're, so, so I hear when you talk about helping interact, you're talking about helping people facilitate that. Yeah. And, and what I hear when you say the most basic and profound response uh, to the reality of our condition, I mm. love that, the following condition, man. That for me, that sounds very primal. Mm, totally. That, Absolutely. That would be my word that I would use to describe what you just said. Very primal. Yeah. That's really good, isn't it? That's good too. Really good. Yeah. 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 We've had we've had incredible depth of this and perspectives from looking at different peoples. And, and everybody's given us something that we just can't sit and go, wow. Chew on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that, that's a yeah. chew. Mm -hmm. that, that's a definite chewer. If 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 you take this idea, and, and I think it's just fabulous, if you take this and you were to list Say, say your goal is to facilitate people into their chance to have this primal moment with God. What would be those one or two or three things? You know, you know, Coach Martin when he gets ready to send the team out in the field mm -hmm. in the locker room, he says, you know, get your helmet on, get your get your shoulder straps up, and he gives him a little talk or something. What is that two or three things that you think need to be in place for that worshiper to get ready to 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 activate this facilitation to get primal? What would be those three core things that you would recommend? Are that important to you, or that people need to strap on or strap up to get ready to go? It don't have to be three, but one, two. What what are, what are what are those cores that you don't want to leave the dock without? When people show up at Cornerstone, hmm. you, when you walk in the door, I need your. Here's what I need: A, B, C, D, whatever. I need this. If you can do this, we can get primal. Mm. Mm. Surrender. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And um. You know, it's it can be outside in as well as inside out. Mm -hmm. That there are changes in posture 
that facilitate attitudes and spirits. And, and so we often, we've, we've kind of gone to it a few times recently. Mm-hmm. We'll ask our crowd to just turn their hands over, palms up. Yeah. Even if you just do it right now, you feel just like vulnerability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's the surrender or the outside to the inside. It can also be inside out as you, as you share with others in the service, as you give to others, if you've got something to give, you know, both yeah. ways. Chesney, what would you add? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would just agree with that. And, um, the phrase that I, I think I even said this in a service a few weeks ago, but like that phrase of like, there's nothing off the table, mm. you know, there's yeah, yeah. nothing, God, there's nothing mm-hmm. that you are not allowed to change mm-hmm. in me right now. Um, mm-hmm. I just know, like for me, worship has been set, like, those are, there have been moments that have happened during worshiping through music specifically that like the Lord has just used so powerfully, um, through a lyric or even, you know, a spontaneous thing that yeah. the worship leader says or sings um and the lord uses that to change something you know for so taking good. nothing off the table so if i took his surrender and i said complete surrender yeah. that's what you're talking about being ready to lay it all down yes. see what god wants to do you, you may have to give something out you may have to take something in hmm. and that would be your key you come in ready to lay it down yes and come in ready to put it out or receive it in whether you're going to be filled up or whether you're going to give out mm-hmm. you know that that's a good way to start so you're really a vessel yeah, and, yeah. Anyway. and this may be um, this may be a little out there for no, some, okay. but um, you know, music creates atmosphere, and we totally s- agree. we see that in the scriptures, that when Saul was troubled, that David would play and the spirit would leave him, mm-hmm. and there is a spiritual shift in atmosphere that can happen, and as people understand that, they value that portion of a worship gathering. For its spiritual significance, some people may think of the music as the fluff, right? And I used to honestly think of it that way. I thought, if there's any part of the service that you could kind of cut, eh, it's probably music. But the Lord, the, the Lord altered my perception, even as a worship leader, to re- realize that music is eternal. It exists in heaven, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that it is spiritually powerful. And those are the things that I want my team to know as they take the platform. That what we're doing is not entertaining. It's not you know loosening the crowd up, you know, in some kind of shallow way. It is very spiritually significant. Mm-hmm. That's very and it cool. Lifts our, it lifts our eyes. We talked mm-hmm. about that this week. It like, lifts our eyes. You know. You guys, this is a great start to this. I mean, we, we're going to jump out of this, but we're going to get into this seriously. And you, you just bring in a fresh perspective. I mean, yeah, ben, ben, what do you think, man? Pretty blessed? Yeah, I think it's awesome. And I, 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 one theme that I feel like keeps coming back is this vulnerability that we keep talking about. like The surrender, the vulnerability. The sur- yeah, and yeah. It, I, I don't the think that yielding. could be more spot on. It's and, a, and it's a thing that we as as people, it's not easy to surrender yourself because you'd have to die to old self. That's old right. school language. But it's also as Americans, we just we, we want our rights and we want our stuff and we want it this way. And then you then you add in the consumer driven mindset of the modern church today, where I'm really coming to get a ticketed event and I, my, my my tithe is not a tithe; it's a ticket for a concert or or a message. I want a TED talk and I want to leave and I, I need to get to get my chicken before it's cold. Mm. And we have a mentality that kind of mm. sees it the other way. We've kind of programmed people a bit consumery and. Now you're talking about flipping the whole thing over and saying we're coming in just to be emptied. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're yeah. you know, so we can be filled by what God chooses to fill. So the unconditional surrender would mean that you may not 
maybe you don't like what God does in you when you're done. Maybe you didn't know he was going to do that in you. Well, you're maybe, not in the driver's seat. You're not either. in the driver's seat, right? Yeah. 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 I, I think that's a lot of the wake up that we're going to have to have in the church post COVID. We'll talk more about that later in episode three, but there's been, a, we've learned some things through the sifting of this, that we found out the substance, I think of what we've missing or what we have or don't have. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think there's now a hunger for something that will, will, will stand over the fear of, of a disease or the fear of change of society or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think you're right at it. So, hey, we're going to come back in this. These guys have been great. If you're looking for a place to go to church this week, we want you to go to Cornerstone. Yes, I'm saying that. Go to Cornerstone, no problem. 6.15 on Friday, 9.15 on Sunday, 11 o'clock on Sunday. Go check these guys out. There's all kinds of information right there on that. And we'll be back in episode part 17 of this whole series. And we'll have Dustin Keel. We'll hopefully have uh, you back too, Chesney. If you can stay for another one, we'll do that with you from Cornerstone Church. Yeah church and uh, we're sure enjoying this series ben you like it ben so far it's like yeah. a workshop for us it's, it's, yeah it's, it's like bring the workshop i feel like i leave every episode feeling know, like something else that i need to work on i know i know i feel <laughs> I, I, the key word is inadequate. <laughs> legitimately they, they, he used the word inadequacy. Was like, gosh, he, he used the key I, word inadequacy we're right there right yeah. now today <laughs> yeah. so hey keep watching us we're gonna get we're gonna get you where you're not feeling inadequate because we're these guys are gonna help equip you it's gonna be exciting about what we're doing go to on the doc.org to find out more about our program email at info at on the doc.org and you can check it all out we got lots of platforms go try them out but go to spotify iTunes and uh, Spotify, iTunes first, if you would, and YouTube, and then check out the others as well. And get on our social media. Say nice things. We don't do ugly things. We'll just delete you if you do ugly things. You can, you can, we, you can ask us hard questions. We're just not, we're not doing that. But we're going to build up the kingdom of God and hit subscribe, like, notify, tell us what you like about it, and share this with other people as well. Go to Patreon if you want to become one of our partners or sponsors. If you don't have any other church place you want to go to, we're always glad to have you at Community Faith Church. We have a presence at coftv.com. You can check us out online or on our Facebook, YouTube channels. But we'd love to have you as well but pick a church go to church get involved and and give your life to christ and uh, we are sure excited to have you as we've been wrapping up all these series uh we had dustin in the studio dustin has gone into the studio and they have recorded a special worship song for you and in each of our worship series we've been wrapping up rather than just signing off like we normally do what we've done is we are going to bring to you a special production from you guys and let you experience the worship uh dustin keel and and, and what you would get and go, go if you get hungry for it go out to cornerstone get a little bit more of it so as we wrap off and we sign up and we'll come back in the next episode soon. Uh, I hope you'll enjoy uh, this wonderful worship uh, of Dustin Keel. Lord bless. Have a great one. We'll see you again on the dot. As each night breaks into morning, gentle mercy beckons me. For I put my hands to labor, set my mind on Calvary. Look to Jesus, suffering servant, God in flesh, the perfect man. For the joy that was before him, laid his life down as the land. Jesus Christ, my hope of glory, sure foundation of my life. In the race that set before me, I press on to gain the prize. Oh, 
temptations near has seized me. I will cling to Christ's decree, free from sin's dark gravitation by his death upon the tree. Find no breath, cried, it is finished, settled for eternity. On the third day resurrected, he secured my victory. Jesus Christ, my hope of glory, sure foundation of my life in the race that set before me. I press on to gain the prize. When the final night has broken, shines the kingdom of the sun. Oh, the highest commendation when we hear him say, well done. In the presence of the author and perfecter of our faith, we will shout our testimony. You have kept us on the way. Jesus Christ, my hope of glory, foundation of my life in the race that set before me I press on to gain the prize Jesus Christ my hope of glory sure foundation of my life in the race that set before Press on to gain the prize. I press on to gain the prize. I press on.